Welcome to Seeking God's Grace podcast, a place to share stories about life, faith and passion. My name is Grace and I am a sister of the Holy Family of Nazareth, or as some prefer to say, I'm a Catholic nun. I hope that this podcast will help you and me to find God in everyday life experiences and to understand God and yourself a little bit better. Let's talk and seek God together. Happy New Year, everyone! It is almost 25 years of the 21st century, year 2023. For some of us, it is a milestone, milestone of another year, for some decade in their life. For others, a concept of time which is unknown to them because they are not even 25 years on earth. Another year in our life is always a gift, gift to start anew, an opportunity given to us. And we should not take it for granted. We might have a long life, like late Pope Benedict XVI, who just passed away on the last day of 2022 in the age of 95. Or we might be on earth as short as the baby of my friends born not even 24 hours ago. In all of those cases and situations, the gift of life is precious, despite its happy and challenging moments. So, naturally, as we ponder on the gift of life, the beginning of calendar year, in a similar way, a celebration of our own birthday, this time encourages us to summarize our life achievements, count our blessings, look into the future with some new perspective and think what could change in our life. In this shorter episode, which is part of the summer series, shorter and lighter reflections, I just would like to ponder together with you on the New Year's resolutions and how do they work in connection of God's expectations towards us. Should we have New Year's resolution? The answer is really in you. It depends on what is your way of working, motivating yourself, achieving the goals. Are you a person who needs this extra prompt being, for example, the beginning of the new calendar page in order to start anew and to start to work on something you procrastinated or were not motivated to do before? If so, then it is your time. There is always, always something to work on, improve on and something to change in our life. So should you wait till the first week of January to do it? This is the very question you have to ask yourself before answering the question, do I do New Year's resolution? If it is, what do you want to change? What is the day when you want to start the change? What does it require? And how will you get there? 
Well, despite if you are a person of New Year's resolutions or not, it is worth to reflect on what kind of things New Year's resolution are worth to go into, to put our energy and efforts into. The question is valid and important. Why? Because very often we look at something negative, something we are failing to do, something what we are not successful at, and we look at the ways of turning them into something better, something good. Nothing wrong with this, of course, but it adds an extra pressure on us. Because the moment our perfect plan of improving on everything fails, we give it up altogether. I read once that over 50% of people who purchase the gym membership or weight loss program at the beginning of each calendar year give it up by March altogether. There is even a little bit more. So 23% quit in the first week. Only 36 make it past the first month. So at the end, only 9% successfully keep their New Year's resolution in case of losing weight or simply using their gym membership throughout the year. So for me, the most important question on New Year resolution is, Is it really best time for you to make, to start the change? It is about timing. Now, what about what should be part of this New Year's resolution? The what should be determined by your own filters of priority on your list, as well as the realistic approach. For example, If you say to yourself, this year I will be a better person, this doesn't really mean anything much. What do you want to improve on and what do you mean by saying being a better person? If your problem problem is easily feeling overwhelmed by the number of tasks you need to tackle each day, maybe your resolution will be, I will not go to sleep until I will make my to-do list for the following day. Or if I will not go to sleep before, I will analyze what went wrong today. There are heaps of apps of any sort to organize our busy life. But sometimes, even they will not help us to use them, is already an overwhelming task on its own. Having said that, when you will create your list of priorities, what will be your one thing you really don't want to miss? This touches the topic of our faith life. If you are thinking about on improving your prayer life, sometimes people say, oh, from this year I, I will pray more. Have you identified your more? What is it? What is your starting point? Because for everyone, it's really different. 
Would it work in the long term? If you will say to yourself, from now on, I will be saying five rosaries per day, would you be able to keep this promise with your busy schedule? You know, uh, th there is uh, a very simple way of checking any of your goals, despite if they are spiritual or just everyday. They are called SMART goals. And I'm sure that you have done it in your professional life. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time-bound. Those SMART goals are very helpful when you even decide on your New Year's resolution. Going back to the prayer example, when someone says, I want to pray more. So if we will filter it through the SMART goals ideas, specific, what about the prayer life would you like to change? Name it. Going to the church often, praying on your own, reading the Bible, achievable. If you are a mother or father and work full time, is it realistic to say that you will go for daily mass, which is usually at 9 a.m. anyway, or spend an hour on meditation? Relevant. This is a big why question. How does it connect with your relationship with God and other people? And time-bound. How often would you want to do what you decided that will be your action. How would you work on it? For how long? Those questions are important and it is definitely smart to answer them before deciding on your New Year's resolution if you decide to have them. What about me? Do I have New Year resolutions? Actually, I used to, but I don't anymore. I have done New Year's resolution for many years. Uh, very often failing faster than I would want to and being discouraged by lessening motivation or failure. Although we all know that this is part of life ups and downs, I also felt that the expectations coming from the magic New Year's resolution time are bigger than my own motivation to do it. So I decided to make the resolutions in my life when that time is right. Or when life pushes me to take actions. Just like in the story of the donkey from the last episode. If you are not sure what I'm referring to, please um, just revisit this episode. But it is important that sometimes the resolution comes from the fact that when the life throws dirt on us, we have to shake it because we have to be part of the solution, not the problem. Why? Because in any day of our life, we can start a new journey, journey of a change and it at any day of our life, it can be a turning point for us. And one more thing. It is about focus. But not focus the way you will understand it. This one I took from uh, an American person whose name is Justin Augustine. 
And uh, he is just one of those online personal trainers and exercise experts. So his definition of focus is follow one commitment until successful. That is something what he uses for the physical exercise. But we all know that the physical exercises and the work on them is very much connected with any efforts we need to put into other areas of our life, including spiritual. As someone said, motivation is only the beginning. The rest is simply hard work. So if you are a person who is motivated by New Year's resolutions, get yourself ready for hard work and discipline. But choose one thing and follow this one commitment until successful, until it becomes your good habit, second nature, as they said. A priest, a friend of mine, said, um, shared with me once, this one thing that he is doing that helps him in life. So he makes sure that the last thing he does before going to sleep is to read one passage from the Bible. And the first thing that he does when he wakes up is to read the same passage from the Bible. So it's like finishing and starting the day with the same word of God. This helps him to start each day with God's perspective, with him in mind, and face daily challenges as well. How long does it take to do it? 30 seconds? Less? Would it help in your his life, your life? Oh, I think tremendously. And what about God's expectations? I mentioned that I will talk about this. I know that God wants us to be happy. That the gift of life given to us is an encouragement to focus on positive. And that what he likes the most is when we, as his creation, live our life with gratitude. So what I believe is that our New Year's resolutions will be fulfilled the best if we prioritize gratitude in our life. I know people who keep their gratitude journal and finish the day with the things that they are grateful for and they jot them down in the journal. Another very cool idea, especially for families with children, is to establish a gratitude jar. So just a jar in which every member of the family will place little notes with um things or events or people that they are grateful for. Again, frequency depends on you, daily, weekly, monthly, whatever you can focus on, which means fulfilling one commitment until successful. And about being successful, sometimes the product of our New Year's resolutions overshadows the process in which it is produced. It is important to remember that the success is sometimes measured by the number of attempts in the process. And 
that includes a failure. Because the failure is an opportunity to get up and try again and being creature of lessons learned in this failing. I know that it is certainly God's philosophy and he supports us in this getting up every time when something doesn't work that well. So whatever your circumstances and whatever is your goal, do what is good for you and at the time which is good for you. Do not feel pressured by the magic New Year's resolutions movement unless you work best under this kind of pressure and it works for you. Be honest to yourself. Focus on positive and truly follow the acronym FOLLOW ONE COMMITMENT UNTIL SUCCESSFUL FOCUS. After all, Jesus himself did just that. He stayed committed till the end, which became his success. Happy Holidays! if you are still resting and having one, or if you have to go back to work, have a gentle time of return to work transition and stay positive. Good luck with your New Year's resolution if you are making them now. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will tune in again. Please share it with others post about it on social media or leave your review. Feel welcome to visit my website seekinggodsgrace.com and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again. Every blessing to you and your loved ones. Talk again soon.